Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we talk about finding the friend who helps us live in freedom, truth, and love. That's the truth. I love my dog. Okay. okay. That's going on first. <sighs> Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast. The <clears throat> Bible study edition. Bible study version of the podcast. We're glad that you're with us. We took a week off last week because... There's a lot of construction going on in and around our studio, and yes. um, we have a very, very nice studio. Yes. Thank you, Pam. Thank if, you. if you ever listen to our podcast, I'm very grateful for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, wait a second. Our, the, the Bible study. You shouldn't for, be saying that. Why? Okay. Hey, if you listen to this podcast, make sure, Pam, you tell us you heard this podcast. Yes. Yeah, let us know. We will oh, know. This will be a test. We'll know. Yeah. We'll see if she actually does. You know what's going to happen? Tina's going to call her and tip her off and tell her. <laughs> All right. So, we believe that the Holy Spirit authored the Bible for the purpose of relationship, not just information. Right. And he wrote so what, it we're saying that the Holy Spirit wrote the Bible. He wrote the Bible. Right? Yes, he did. And everything was purposeful. Everything in it has a purpose. Everything. And, and so when we're reading these stories and we're breaking it down and going verse by verse, which we only do one verse at a time, right. what we're looking for is to interact with him. That's right. Right? Right. And he always shows up. Sometimes we get a little nervous. Yeah. I'm but nervous. he always shows up. And I have not read the verse that we're going to read. Yeah. So... We're, what verse are we on? 24? 24. Okay. So I'm going to start at 17. Started. I'll start at 17. Why you want? Okay. Well, That's because it's the second half of the story. It doesn't uh, make sense. Got it. All right, on his ahead. arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask. All right, this is it. First, no, it isn't. No? This is 23. All right, sorry. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Okay, this is it. Martha answered, Verse 24. I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Ooh. Okay, that's verse 24. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. So, Holy Spirit, come and show us why you wrote that, why you, why you recorded it, and what you want us to know about you. What do you got? Well, I'll tell you what. I love this verse because this talks about me and my whole life. Okay? Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. There are things Jesus has told me that were straight up the truth, and I interpreted them completely wrong until he kept on banging my head and saying, no, this is what I meant. I actually meant this, not your interpretation. She just totally blows it, which I don't blame her because I, I do the same thing. Martha answered, I know he will rise again, okay, in the resurrection on the last day. She has no flipping clue, zero clue what's getting ready to happen. God, that relates so much in my life right there. I have no clue. Lord's lead me to do something. I'm thinking it's going this path. Going, it's going to go to this path. And, and when, when I go to that, when that happens, then it's going to happen here. And this is what's going to happen. Okay, I see the full story. And I just didn't even get it. 
and it's taking me a completely different direction. I love this verse. She just doesn't get it. It's too miraculous. It's it's too you know, we talked about we left the we we, we were gone for a couple weeks. <laughs> You said in the podcast a couple weeks ago, oh, sorry, Lazarus, we left you in the tomb two weeks before we brought you out here. So that is just, she has no clue, man. Hmm. No clue. It's it's too remarkable. You also brought up the subject of, hey, listen, this is so remarkable. What would you think, you know, you've, we've all been to a funeral and you go up there and say, hey, uh, this this body is going to get ready to rise and uh, people would walk you out of that funeral, you know, grab you by each shoulder, uh, kind of say, shh, shh, and maybe kick you as you go out the door. Yeah. <clears throat> She's clueless. Mm. She's well, clueless. Never been happened. This has never happened. Yeah. In the history. You're right. Of civilization. Yep. How can she even think of what he's thinking? Hmm. Well, remember also, she started out by saying, you know, I know God will do anything for you. <laughs> and now she's like trying to, I think this is, a, she's dumbing it down yes. to what she, what her mind can handle. Correct. Although it was a pretty big leap to go, you know, I know even now, because there's an implication that like, okay, can he do something right now? And I think this answer from Jesus kind of puts her off. Like the way she's in, I think she started out like imagining with this great act of imagination we talked about. Right. Oh, man, okay, Jesus is here. And is it is it possible? Yeah, I'm, okay, it's possible that he's going to intervene right now. And then Jesus gives her this kind of ambiguous answer. Hey, your brother will rise again. We talked about right. that last week. And so now it's kind of like, wah, 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 wah. You go, okay. <laughs> Uh, I thought, you know, and now God has said something that doesn't, because Jesus didn't go, all right, let's go to the tomb. I'm going to raise him right now. That's not what Jesus said. He said, wow. your brother will rise again. So she's reacting to what God is saying, and that's what we do. And last week we said, okay, keep your eyes on, keep your eyes on Jesus. Right. Keep your eyes on God. Don't, don't start pulling his words away from him. And this is what she does. She immediately does what we do. She pulls his words out of his mouth. And starts looking at him, and and giving an excuse. <laughs> Your brother will rise again. Hey, listen, you might have misspoke. I know he will rise again on the last day. I I understand. Mm. Well, our problem is what we know. Our problem is what we know. So, what well, you didn't mean by that? Uh, I mean, this, she says, "I know. Like, uh, I know. I know." Well, what does she know? Well, she has this. She has this vision right. of the last day and the resurrection of all, you know, of all the saints, and she so she knows that. So she, she knows she, and that's true. She has she has a piece of the story. I know, and what what the people knew was a problem around Jesus everywhere he went. He says constantly. He says something. You have heard it said, but I say to you, you have heard it was said. You have you know it's been taught, but. Here's what um, I say, and when you when you start disconnecting Jesus's words from Jesus and start getting your little systematic theology book, which is what people do, and the people that he was talking about had done, you can really, really go really far astray. Mm. 
like far enough that the people who knew the most were the people who killed Jesus. They knew the most. They did. Yeah, I right. know. I know that you know the Messiah can't do this, or the Messiah can't do that, or the Messiah wouldn't do this. We wouldn't heal on a Sunday. Right. Uh, the Messiah wouldn't hang around with prostitutes and uh, drunks. I know. I know. I know. And so Martha's doing the same thing. Maybe it's being harsh, and I'm not trying to be harsh on Martha. No, I understand. Because I'm identifying myself yeah, like Exactly. This. I know. Yeah. Well, just like I told, you, I told you at the very beginning, I've heard the Holy Spirit direct me somewhere, and I finished the sentence for him. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Nick, uh... Uh, do this oh okay because when i do that then then this is going to happen and then that's going to be the reaction and then i'm going to be able to do this and I'll be like, okay i just finished the whole thing i got you man okay that was a good idea holy spirit no 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 no, no, no. just stop just do this just do this rest do this you'll see what the next step is i'll tell you what the next step is don't finish my story that's why i love this that mm. sounds so much like me oh i know I know, I know. I actually do that a lot of times too. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> you know that. That's a kind of a habit of mine. I, I do know. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> what else you got? Well, what I was going to follow up is what she knows isn't incorrect. It's not incorrect. It's just incomplete. She doesn't have a full understanding of resurrection. She doesn't understand. She doesn't have a full understanding of rise again. She doesn't. She does not have the full picture because you cannot. I'm, I'm going to keep harping on this because this is a problem for me and in, in Christian people, quote unquote, and their Bibles, which I love my Bible. Don't send me hate email, but they. You cannot disconnect the Bible from Jesus. You can't take his words away from him and just run off with them and say, "I know." I've got it. I've got the full picture. You never have the full picture if you don't have Jesus. If you run off with his words, then you don't have the full picture. Uh, so you're saying that at times people can follow the words without following Jesus. Well, I'm saying we're, we, we like to take the words and say, well, and, and people say things like this all the time. Well, it's all in there. It's all in there. It's all in the Bible. It's all you need. It's everything you need. No, it's not. That's not true. I can blow that away with one verse. I got one verse that blow that away. In Ephesians it says, only speak those things that are helpful for others and build them up according to their needs. That's an absolute command. Did you hear what I said? Say it again. Only, only speak those things that are helpful for others and build them up according to their needs. That's in Ephesians. I, I can't quote the address, but there it is. That's the verse. I know that's the exact meaning of that thing. So think about it. Only... Only speak the things that are helpful for others and build them up according to their needs. Okay, go. You got to help me with that. Go. Oh. Do it. Oh, I got you. Say some words that will build me up according to my needs, Nick. I mean, God told you to do it. Do it. You want to go do that? You know me pretty well, okay? You, you could probably know what my needs are kind of well. But he, that's an absolute commandment. Look at what he says. Only speak those things that are helpful for others and build them up according to their needs. 
that is exactly the information in the Bible. You have zero hope yeah, of doing I, I it say, on your I, own. I don't think I can do that. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, okay. So Martha is like Martha gets the word, gets the word. Your brother will rise again, and she immediately goes, "Okay, I know. I know about this. I know. I know what this means. He'll rise at the last day. Okay, I got it. Okay, but she doesn't have it." See, the complete picture of building others up according to their needs and only speaking those words is to, to go this. I don't know what the, I do not know what the whole picture is without the Holy Spirit. I, if I stop and wait and hear him, I can go, oh, I, I know the word that Nick needs to hear today. I know the word, word that my wife needs to hear, my children, my coworkers, the person that I meet at 7-Eleven. That's an absolute commandment. Yeah, I got it. But here's, but here's the Martha version of it. Yeah. Okay, I'm pretty good at that. I, I I know how to I know how to speak uh, edifying words to people. So I'll grade myself on a curve, and I'll say, well, for the most part, I, I say things that are helpful. <laughs> you know, I, am I pretty helpful to you, Nick? Yeah. Have I built you up according to your needs, pretty much? Have I given you a good word for the day? Yeah. Have I given you? Okay. So. So well, I grade myself on a curve. And I say, I'm, well, you know what? And then mm. here's the other way I feel about it. I do it better than most people. Okay, do you do that? Do you obey that verse? Do you understand it? Do you, are you able to carry it out? Well, I do it better than most people. Okay, see, now we've become religious instead of spirit-led people. And my religion is I do better than most I grade on a curve. I, I define down. I dumb things down. I do what Martha's doing. I change the meaning. I say, or I take the meaning that I have and make it the absolute meaning. Okay, here. We know, we, well, we know enough to know that Jesus isn't going to stop engaging Martha, which is the good thing. If she stays there and lets him fulfill the words that he's saying, fill them out. Fill them out then she's going to have a lot better understanding of what your brother will rise again is going to mean. Because I'll finish here and let you speak into this. Yeah, go ahead. What's going to happen is, and listen to this. This is really cool. Never thought of this before. Her brother, she's right. She's absolutely right about this, by the way. Her brother is going to rise at the last day. But her brother's also going to rise in about 10 minutes. Okay, both statements are true. They're just not a complete picture without oh. Jesus. Like her brother, like she's going, yeah, I know. I know about the resurrection. and the last day, my brother will rise. And you know what? He, absolutely, he is. Lazarus is going to be in the, in the last resurrection like all of us. He's coming up, okay? But he also is getting ready to come out of the tomb in about 10 minutes. Both are true. She's not thinking about both. She doesn't see both. But her knowledge of the end thing is in the way of the present thing. Well, it, it reminds me of the last, uh, we just did the podcast about kind of being stuck and all that. Listen to it. Very important. But you bring up the subject of you spoke to a guy that is, uh, has been following the spirit, is younger than he's ever been because he's old, but living a life younger than he's... Uh, that his age is showing, he's dying of cancer. And I'm sure the prayer was, I'm sure the prayer was, 
heal him from this disease. Heal him. Okay. And both are true. Uh, he No. He is being healed. He is being healed. In a week or two, he's going to be totally healed. Yeah. I don't know. Even that made sense, what I just said. It just, oh, when, you, when you were talking about both are true. Yep. I don't know where the both is. I the well, truth is. Well, he's healed and he's getting healed. Like his, 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 body, his body is deteriorating. And I know people, people like, like get after us and like, oh, yeah, you Christians. You're, it's like that's cheap. That's this, like a cheap something. Cheap like, way out. Cheap way out yeah. of explaining this, this painful, ugly way of dying of cancer. Or that you're never going to die. How about that? I don't understand that. Well, when, when when you say, "Listen, I'm gonna live forever." Mm-hmm. Oh no, you died. No, 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 no. I'm living forever. Right. Yeah. Well, both are true. I'm gonna die and I'm gonna live forever. There you go. I mean, I'm healed and I die of a disease. Right. Yeah. The both are true. Jeff Laughlin. Uh, you know, cancer saved my life. And I got I got healed by getting cancer. Our friend Jeff, who uh, really had really came to have a real relationship with Jesus after he got cancer um, and really found out that the center of his life was Jesus because he got cancer. Okay. So I threw you off. So both are true. No, you didn't. No, you were right. You, you led us right into the place, man. That's right into the sweet spot. Both are true. Both are happening. Um, we're, we're healed and we're dying. You know, we're dying and we're healed. We're, we're getting old and we're getting young. Your brother is rising now and he's going to rise later. I mean, these, right. we live with a, maybe this is the, the name of this is the both and episode. It's the both and. It, we, I, I tend to be like either or all the time. Either and, or. And we talk about that all the time. Yeah, it's like, well, it's got to be this or it's got to be that. It's got to be this. Or, wait a second. I have a God who actually it's both and. It's both your, yeah, both your brother's going to rise later and he's going to rise in about 10 minutes. Um, and we live in a w- world of either or. We do live in a world of either or, and where where it's almost demanded of you. Yeah. Like, well, it's, make the choice. Well, what are you right now? I mean, it's elect. You know, election day is a week from now. Yeah. What are you? There's no there's no room to be like, okay, you're you're uh, you're red or you're blue. Right. You're liberal. You're conservative. You're you know we we live in a bipolar world. And and the reason we do is because there's we've all taken our eyes off of Jesus and we all want we it's simple it's more simple to go well no i i he's going to rise now or he's going to rise later it's simpler it it doesn't tax our brains and it also means that we don't have to have Jesus which is the either or yeah for either for either or you don't have to have Jesus that's just the tree of the knowledge <laughs> that, of good and evil that's right I go true. eat off of it and I go it's this or it's this and I eat off that tree eating off the tree of life which last episode we talked about the the fountain of youth which is basically the tree of the tree of life is uh, eating off that or drinking out of that fountain is like that involves an actual rela- relationship and everybody knows that relationships are messy and and it's and I can't just get this word from Jesus and run off and go, okay, now I've got it all down. I know. Try to be married that way. Take the last word that your husband or wife said and just run off with it. And, and, and don't stay linked to them. And see how long your relationship lasts. It'll really get complicated fast. 
Thanks for joining us today for this week's episode of Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we talk about who? The best friend who tells us how to live in freedom, truth, and love. For more information about him or the show, you can join us at www.ronandnicksbestfriend.com. And don't forget to subscribe. I think it's great. No, that's there's great stuff there. <laughs>